Good morning, everyone. My name is Emily, and I'm one of the women's group leaders this year at the Catholic Center. We are so excited to be starting this new way of getting you guys the content every single week, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, If you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to any of the women's group leaders, Brita, or any of the women missionaries. This week is the live stream audio from Lou May talking about perfectionism and failure that originally was live streamed on January 31st. Hope you guys enjoy it. shout out to whoever made um, coffee at the household. This is great. Um, for those of you who might not know me, um, I'm Lume. I'm a third year political science and international affairs major. It's kind of a mouthful. Um, I was remote, so I was working from home, or like, you know, doing classes from home last semester, and I'm back in Boston this semester. Um, as you can probably see from like the different setup, um, if you think you can kind of recognize the background, this is the woman's house. So, um, I'm actually, um, one of two extra household members that, um, we, I guess the house got over, um, the winter break and are now here for the spring semester. So I'm going to go ahead and start. Um, so we'll start with a prayer. So in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Um, Lord, just come into this time. Um, may this be a time that um, people really get a benefit out of. Let my anxiety be calmed about giving this speech. Let me be able to open up. Um, and then I really hope that all of my words... Um, Whatever you want me to say, Lord, whatever you want me to pour out has an effect on the people of this community, that it brings this community closer, um, and that throughout this crazy semester and as we start this semester um, and get settled in, we're able to find peace and um, keep building our deep bonds within sisterhood. We pray in your name. Okay, so, um, just in case you have no clue what you're doing here, we're talking about perfectionism and failure, um, or I'm talking about perfectionism and failure. Um, so, 
I guess when we talk about perfectionism and failure, there are kind of like two different types that I kind of see when I am at the CC. So there's a type that's like this academic kind of desire to be perfect um, and just be like the most well-rounded person, just be like getting a 4.0 by the time you graduate. Like it's like you have to be perfect 100% of the time. Um, And that can be really stressful, but that's also something that I see so much in like our college culture, you know? Um, And then something else I also see is, or have also experienced as well, is kind of this desire to be perfect in the faith and like be like, you know, the most, like the best Catholic out there, um, the person that prays the most, um, and kind of when you're not that, like feeling kind of that failure of like not being perfect, like not being the perfect Catholic, um, and not loving God perfectly, you know? Um, so although both of those are kind of like very different, especially like in society, um, I think they both cause us the same anxiety, the same stress. Um, and ultimately they both can cause us to feel like failures and feel like we're not good enough. So in my life, um, I grew up with two amazingly smart parents. Um, I love my parents a lot. Um, and so it is kind of hard sometimes talking about your parents in like a negative way. Um, but my parents just are so smart. My mom, when she was in high school, she talks that the only way she would study for tests um, would be basically like creating cheat sheets for her student or not her students, her uh, classmates, because everyone knew her as like the smartest person in the class. Um, she never had to study in high school. Um, everything came to her so easily. Um, she's still like such an incredibly smart person. People always are coming to her for like new ideas and help. Um, but when my mom got to college, um, she finally like tells the story about the first class she ever failed, um, and how humiliating it was because her teacher put her test right in front in the class, um, and used it as an example of what not to do. Um, but after that, she spent hours and hours stuck in her dorm room. She never left. She never went out and, you know, hung out with her friends. Um, all she did was studied and she became one of the best in her class. My dad has a similar history. He, unlike my mom, things didn't come as easily to him. He did have to study, but he ultimately chose throughout high school, throughout college, to sit in his room and study and just make sure that he was the best. I think he was like number one or number two in his class in high school and then like top 5% in college. Um, so I think like when you talk about expectations your parents have on you, um, I think having two like mechanical engineer parents and then being like, you know, liberal arts has always been something that like has made me feel kind of like I'm not doing good enough. I kind of have like the lesser major. I kind of feel sometimes like I'm a failure when I go home. Um, and especially like my brother, he's very naturally intelligent. Um, he never struggled with math. He understood complex physics theories at the age of like five and six. Um, you know, he constantly amazed people with his intelligence. Um, my brother and I are very different. He is very good at math. He is very good at 
you know, logical things. And I have always been really good at socializing. So as a kid, I got put so much pressure on myself just to be this perfect, like, socializing, like, I was supposed to be the super social kid that, like, got along with everyone. My mom could be like, look, my kid's kind of antisocial, but, like, this one will talk to you. Like, um, and obviously, like, that's not how it was, but, like, I kind of always felt like I had to thrive there. Like, that was the place that I had to be perfect because I couldn't be perfect at school. I struggled at school. I was always behind. I struggled to learn how to read. I struggled to do math. Um you know, I just didn't have it easy, go, like, at school. I know a lot of my friends that didn't ever have to study, um, and that was just not me, and it was really frustrating. Um, yeah, I was always just a B student. I could never be an A student, you know, and I got so focused on that. Could never be an A student, and I had it drilled in my mind. Um, on the flip side, as I grew older, it wasn't as easy to socialize with everyone. I went to an all-girls Catholic school for middle school. Um, that was my first realization that people can be mean. Um, as I went into high school, I like further like understood that. And so therefore just did everything possible to make sure people liked me. Um, this created so much anxiety. I have and had such bad social anxiety that like I would just like spend time at like gatherings just like so in my head about what people were thinking because all I wanted to do was be the perfect kid at like socializing. I wanted to be the person that could talk to everyone. Um, and so on one hand, I feel like a failure and feel like I can never do anything that's you know, worthy of appreciation. And on the other hand, I feel like I have to do everything possible to make sure that like it compensates for it, you know? Um, my freshman year of college, um, I still was very much in that mentality of I'm a failure at school and um, I have to be perfect and everyone has to love me. Um, I obviously had grown a lot more since like high school and all that, but, you know, at its core, that's what it was. Um, I tried to, you know, rid those lies out by myself, um, kind of not tell anyone about those. Like, obviously in college, like, you don't want to tell people that you're not getting all A's. You don't want to tell people that, like, you're actually struggling at school. Um, you don't want to tell your people that you're, like, your friends. Like, you don't want to tell them that you're struggle with time management, something that you might have or should have learned in high school, you know, that's what you're getting told. Um, and so I really, I really struggled my freshman year. And I remember, um, fan into flame my freshman year, just breaking down and having the three missionaries around me, um, at the time, just praying for me because I just experienced such loneliness and felt like such a failure. Like I just, wasn't doing well at school. I was just struggling with like my like friendships. Like I wanted everything to be perfect and I felt like a failure at the same time. And I honestly was just like, it just made me feel so lonely. Um, 
I think that was kind of the start of me realizing that I could just put all of that on God and be like, you know, like, I don't have to be alone in this. I can, you know, have them help me carry it, you know? Um, so I kind of started, you know, laying that at God's feet. Um, and slowly but surely, slowly, <laughs> um, I kind of started to, you know, feel some relief um, and kind of start to understand where some of those lies came from, kind of start um, realizing some of the stuff in my past that I had to let go and forgive not only my parents, but my teachers, um, my classmates for. Um, I kind of started to realize that I struggled to ask for help. And so after this, I realized that I could go up to a professor and ask them for help. I could go up to a friend and ask her to help me out. Um, you know, I didn't have to be the person, the perfect person that my friends wanted me to be. And I didn't have to be the perfect student. I just had to show that I was trying hard and that I was trying hard to love my friends. Um, over Fan Into Flame, over Retreats to Come, um, small groups and small group and women's group, um, and ASB this past year. I think I've continued to pray for the same thing. It's kind of getting redundant, but every time I find some healing, I want freedom from the lies in my head that tell me that I'm not good enough, that tell me that, you know, you're never going to be that perfect student. You're never going to be this, like, idea of perfection and start, you know, putting in the truths that I am good enough. I am worthy, I am smart, I'm intelligent, anything else that I might not believe about myself, being able to like tell myself that and be able to really believe it. Not only am I asking for that, but I'm asking for the freedom of anxiety when it comes to social situations, to be able to not think that everyone has it out against me, not be overwhelmed about the different things people do while talking to me, um, to be able to believe that people do want to love me, but also learn to love myself. Um, over time, I've seen that God has sent me people that I could not only relate to, but that can lift me up. Um, I've started to realize that we all desire this perfection. We all come built with this idea that there is something perfect to achieve, um, and to strive for it. Um, but over time, I've realized that that's not on earth. Um, you can't reach perfection here on earth. Perfection is the closest thing you can reach to perfection here on earth is trying your hardest to love God because he is perfect. I think the only thing we can do is love the Lord. And through loving the Lord and letting him be in charge of perfection, you know, raising it up and saying, 
Lord, I want you to make me perfect. I want you to be in charge of that. I'm not going to worry about being perfect. I'm just going to worry about being Lume. Or I'm just going to worry about being, insert your name here. Um, and just giving that to him. That's when I've seen that God has released me from my lies. When I've been able to fully just say, I can't handle it. You have it. It's hard, I think, but in a society that demands so much perfection from us, we need to sometimes take a step back and say, this isn't what I was created for. I was created for more than this. I was created to love God, and through Him, I will be perfect. I challenge y'all this week to find maybe some lies in your head Maybe some places that you're just struggling to, you know, feel like you're good enough. Feel like you don't have to be like 100% like perfect all the time. Take that to prayer and kind of, kind of try to identify those lies and fill them with truths. Renounce those lies in the name of Jesus and turn to him for help. Well, that's it for me. I hope y'all enjoyed and um, I'll see y'all later.